Hey guys, this is Sarah for uh, Body Rocks with Sarah Knox. Welcome back. Uh, this is episode two. Again, Thomas Arend is going to be speaking with me today on yoga, including the history, the benefits, and just basically the awesomeness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, like Sarah said, we're going to talk about yoga and uh, the origin, the history, the benefits, what's the scientific uh, standing on yoga today. So we're going to start out, Sarah, being the expert she is on yoga. She teaches a lot, has been teaching for a while, many certifications, really just world-renowned expert on yoga. But oh, my. <laughs> she, she's going to tell us, what is yoga, Sarah? Okay, so... First of all, yoga developed in India about 6,000 years ago, and it's focused on integrating the whole person and free, freeing the spirit, so liberation. Um, but the word yoga has two meanings. This is the first meaning, yoke, and the second meaning, union. So I have some definitions. The word yoga for the yoke part is derived from the word yoke, which means to restrain or harness. This is referring to the restraint of the, I'm going to, it's chitta vritti. I remember Jen Fries used to say that. Yeah. Okay. Or the modifications of the mind stuff, which disturb our peace. The mind is like wild horses. It can be trained and tamed. Um, and then the union part is referring to the union of the mind, body, heart, spirit, the union with each other with the universe. When we find this union, we find our true inner selves and become one with Bra Brahman, the creator, rather than the ego-led person. This union results in self-realization and liberation. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people, when they hear yoga, when they think about yoga, they think about it as some sort of exercise. But the... Um, coming of it being just an exercise class is very recent. Uh, Sarah said yoga is as old as 5,000 years. 6,000. 6, years. <laughs> the oldest texts in India refer to yoga. So just as far back as written languages is yoga. And its origins were very uh, spiritual, uh, like Buddhist, Jainist, and Hindu religions all practiced different kinds of yoga. So it was more of a way of life rather than just like a once a week or so exercise class for people. And she talks a lot about uh, like becoming one with the world around you. And uh, that's a lot of the benefits from yoga come from these uh, different uh, spiritual ways of thinking because that is with you all the time. Whereas the... Uh, once a week or three times a week, class is only with you as long as you're in the class. Yeah, and in the West, we tend to focus more on the physical benefits, like you said, like just a workout, which mm -hmm. there are numerous physical benefits, which we'll get into. But, I mean, yoga started off by just a bunch of Indian dudes sitting in a circle, just breathing together. Like, that's why I say in my classes, yoga is all about the breath, because it truly is. They, you know kind of more recently, I mean, still thousands of years ago, added in those poses, different poses for each um, 
not variation, each type type of yoga. Uh, so really it's just about breathing, guys. Yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> when yoga began, it was very Hindu. They were a lot of meditating and then they started doing different poses. And like Sarah said, we focus on the breathing a lot in class and you never really consciously focus on your breathing. It's just a thing that's happening. You're not focusing on, well, I have to breathe in now. I have to breathe out next. Mm -hmm. But when you really start to focus on it, it lends itself into other aspects of your life. I've been only doing yoga for a few months now, but since we focus on breathing so much in class, I find myself focusing on breathing when I'm exercising or just even sitting around, and it can be very calming and uh it just makes you feel more in control of yeah, you the said in situation cycle the other day you were focusing on that yeah for sure because when you're exercising oftentimes especially when it's strenuous you can lose your breath and i think if you're really focusing on like deep breaths and uh controlled breaths you can exercise for longer you can get a better workout in if you have control of your breath for sure that's why i always say <sighs> breath comes first self-awareness comes second and the pose comes third yeah and i think that's really important because when people begin in yoga they're definitely really focusing on the poses they need to get this right because that's what everyone else sees but in reality it, once you have your breath under control once you have your thoughts under control it's a lot easier to control everything else not only in class but in a lot of things in life oh yeah definitely and uh one thing sarah touched on was like uh becoming one with the universe type yeah stuff and uh it, it may sound like woo woo but <laughs> once you uh a lot of the benefits uh the studied, there's a big meta-analysis that I was just looking at, and it looked at yoga and prison. And they were doing, in a lot of prisons, they're seeing a lot of benefits from people doing yoga all the time. And when you're in prison, obviously you have a lot of time on your hands, and a, a lot of stress can result from that because people are just ruminating, people are just dwelling on, like, wow, I'm in prison, wow, this sucks. And when you have mental stress, that can lead to uh, physical consequences. When you have mental stress, there's hormones released that will actually influence other things in your life. Cortisol and uh, inflammatory markers. And when you have control of your thoughts, um, you have a better quality of life. And this is measured in, in lots of studies where people before people are measured before on a quality of life and a psychological well-being scale and then after a yoga or meditative class almost all studies show increases especially uh it's the intensity of the class or like the length of the class doesn't impact it as much as um the as how long the class is in uh, like duration, like weeks. If you do a class for a week, you'll see a little benefit. But the longer you do the class, the more weeks you do the class, the more benefit is seen. I saw a study where they actually had prisoners meditate for 10 hours a day, for 10 days. Oh 
and they and they weren't allowed to talk for nine of the days. Not saying that they didn't talk, but in the study they emphasized not talking, and they saw a lot of uh, benefits that way too. When was that study done? Do you remember? Uh, the the meta it was included in the a meta analysis. I think it was in two thousand three or so. Oh, okay. But I implore anyone to uh, look into the benefits of yoga, all the scientific studies, because there's the the literature on it is so expansive. You have everything from schizophrenia to asthma, and people seeing benefits. But it is important to note that there are uh, so many different kinds of yoga. And it's difficult to measure the benefits of certain kinds. A lot of these studies just say we were measuring people doing yoga. But as Sarah knows, there's a lot of different certifications, a lot of different practices. Some focus more on mental, some focus more on physical. Yeah. So it's... And they really vary. Like, I, um, like Baron Baptiste certified the power yoga vinyasa style, which I love. Um... But I recently took a class, um, shoot, what what did I take? I don't remember. And they're really hot. Bikram, thank you. (laughs) Mind. Thank you, mind. (laughs) Not you, Thomas. Um, So Bikram, their triangle pose, for example, was so different from my triangle pose. And it was just so weird. And they were all looking at me like, what are you doing? (laughs) I was just like, I'm doing triangle pose, guys. (laughs) But yeah, there are so many different... Um, types of yoga, like Thomas was saying, and all, you just kind of have to find what you like, um, and then you can really receive those benefits, which, but I think it's really important to find what you like, because I wasn't that fond of Bikram, so I don't think I would stick with it, so therefore I wouldn't get all the benefits. Right, yeah, there is a lot of different variations, so you can find your niche, and uh, maybe some people are holding back from going to yoga because of the dangers. Maybe they think this is really strenuous. But there's actually a study done, a meta-analysis done on the safety of yoga, and it was less than a percent of people over a year's period had serious uh, adverse events. So relatively safe, especially compared to a lot of the popular physical exercise classes you can do especially like crossfit yeah i know a lot of people have trouble with that or even powerlifting can be really dangerous but uh yoga is especially safe and it's often not done in a very competitive environment so you're not implored to like push yourself to a breaking point you're just you're just really uh encouraged to be there with yourself and And that's what i was just gonna say like it all comes down to truly listening to your body Mm -hmm. like when you're just talking about the safety Fun fact, when I was in teacher training, I was assisting in this one class, um, and this lady fell and broke her arm. Like, oh, my. Right? Like, <laughs> um, I've never seen that happen since then or before. That's but, insane. But she wasn't listening to her body because she was having shoulder issues, and she still, you know, went for that handstand. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That's another thing I really say in class is listen to your body. Like you may be able to, um, this is an example for you, Thomas, you may be able to touch your toes at Monday's class and then maybe not on Wednesday, but what did you do between Monday and Wednesday? You know, did you do some other physical activity? 
are you extra tight or did you not sleep the same or blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Like it changes, our bodies change daily, which makes our practice change daily. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I was going to highlight, oh yeah, another study. Speaking of sleep, there was a study done on women prisoners and uh, a lot of the benefits that were uh, most statistically significant were in sleeping measures people were sleeping a lot better and i think that has to do a lot to, a lot to do with the rumination where people who are being punished and have a lot of time on their hands whether it's in prison or whether it's in even like an after school detention or suspension sometimes people have a lot of difficulty dealing with that time and just mm -hmm. being there with themselves. Hello, me, having spare time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's really important to be able to be alone with your thoughts. And uh, I think yoga and meditation can definitely aid you in dealing with your own yourself yourself <laughs> and dealing with those thoughts and letting them pass and there are a lot of meditations i haven't i haven't done this in a class at the rec center just because i don't know how the college students would respond but uh usually a little longer shavasana and you do kind of like a guided visual meditation yeah where, explain shavasana for those oh shavasana is the best pose right <laughs> it's the ending resting pose where you just lay on your mat and I come around and give you a little massage, and you lay there for about five minutes. So if you're uh, if you're intimidated about practicing yoga, just know you get a little five minute nap at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it's at the end where you've been doing all these poses, been controlling yourself this whole time, and you finally have like a a release where you're not you're not ex you're not doing anything, mm -hmm. and you're just there and you're just breathing. And if you have a good teacher. Maybe she will give you a little <laughs> massage. <laughs> well, and it's so interesting seeing... Um, wait, what was I talking about before? Just so I don't forget. The visual. Okay, but I'm, I'll go back to that. <laughs> but it's so interesting seeing new students come into the yoga room. Because even when we go into Shavasana, you know, our final resting pose where I say, close the eyes, surrender to your mat, blah, blah, blah. They are so tense in that pose. Oh, yeah? A lot of them. Because I'm, you know, walking around, massaging, or um, doing something, turning down the music, whatever. And a lot of them will have their eyes, like, wide open, <laughs> and they'll be, like, looking around at everyone. They're like, am I supposed to be doing this? Is this okay? What yeah. did I do? Or they, like, get up, and it's just, it's it's interesting. And then to see them continue to come, and to see them really relax and enjoy shavasana after a while yeah I, that is definitely something that takes time because when you go the first time to yoga you don't know any of the poses <laughs> so you're constantly looking at others and the instructor for reassurance that you're doing something right and you're worried about how you look but once you know what you're doing once you're comfortable with the people and the atmosphere you definitely can reap a lot more of the mental benefits. Yeah, that's when it becomes a mind-body practice. Because mm -hmm. you know what's coming. You know the flow. Like, yes, I'll, yeah. I'll change it up. But you know, you know. Yeah. He, you just know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it becomes a lot more of your own practice rather than you and the people uh, reassuring you of your, your different stances. It's so crazy that you've only been practicing since the fall, don't you think? Oh, I know. And it's become like an integral part of my like weekly regimen. Yeah. 
And he's so good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get him to become a teacher himself because I think he'd rock it. So we'll see. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> could be in his future. But you were talking about... Oh, uh, the meditation. Yeah. Yeah. So this one I really, really like in particular is where um, you imagine um, this river, let's say, like this, you know, perfect river and this perfect place, whatever. And actually, I shouldn't say perfect because I don't believe in perfection. <laughs> but that's another story. Um, but anyways, so you imagine these leaves falling from this not-so-perfect. No, just kidding. This just this tree, these leaves falling into the river. Okay. So then you start to imagine words on each of these leaves. And nothing, like we don't give you a prompt or anything. It's just what word comes to mind. And maybe it's something positive. Maybe it's something negative. And whatever it is, just allowing that to like to let go in that moment. And I find that really interesting because and helpful in certain times of my life. If I've gone to a class that's really stressful and we've done this meditation or I, I've been really stressed. The class isn't stressful. And mm -hmm. I go to this class and at the end we do this meditation. You know, I, I do have negative thoughts that I've allowed to float away like and then I'm bringing in all these new positive thoughts and they're, these leaves are coming back to the tree and blah, blah, blah. But I just think it's so interesting how your mind can shift in a class. Like I always say the hardest part is showing up on your mat. And, you know, when I give them old child's po pose break, remember, why did you show up on your mat today? Like you came here for a reason. Like you needed it for something. Right. And uh, going off of that uh, meditation bit and your thoughts, uh, it's really easy once you start meditating and once you're in a good headspace, it's really easy to approach things that are bothering you in your head. Whereas maybe you think of something that's bothering you, whether it's like a work assignment, something you have to do, you need to clean your grandma's house, who knows, but you just keep pushing it away, but it's always in the back of your head and you never really approach it. But when you're meditating, you uh, you can easier uh, approach things. You just let the thoughts come, and then you don't you don't judge them. You just let them be. They're thoughts. That's all they are. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the I didn't research the the benefits of meditation as extensively as I did yoga. But a lot of the benefits of yoga are often attributed to the uh, physical aspects of it. Um, just because it's easier to say, they, they do a lot of studies on running. Um, there's benefits of running, so you would just expect, if you're doing something physical with your body, there's benefits. So a lot of the times, yoga benefits are attributed to the physical aspects. But when you look at studies purely on meditation, there are uh, lots of benefits to meditation as well. And a lot of like stress-reducing things and I think a lot of it is due to you're always being exposed to so much uh, stimuli throughout your day whether it's your cell phone or just work or class but there's very few moments in your day where you're not being exposed to something even if you're going to the bathroom you probably you probably have, your, have phone. your phone <laughs> <laughs> I think I implore people to give themselves some time out of the day I think People often say they get a lot of good ideas in the shower or 
a lot of people find a lot of relief in even like smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And I think a huge reason both those activities are so uh, like relieving to people is because they don't have very much stimuli. When you're in the shower, you're just in there. You're just experiencing the, the warmth or coolness of the shower. Or if you're outside smoking, you're just out there. You're just focusing on one thing. If you're just focusing on breathing, i.e. meditation, then you, uh, you're you going to experience a lot of benefits. For, for sure. sure. And uh, another thing I didn't highlight on the yoga studies, uh, a huge problem with many people in prison is, their, is substance abuse because a lot of people, unfortunately, go to jail for... For drugs instead of being uh, rehabilitated. Um, but substance abuse issues actually decreased significantly after yoga classes, which I thought was really interesting. I usually think of yoga just helping maybe stress, maybe sleeping, or the physical benefits, but actually substance abuse went down and perhaps because the substances help them deal with stress, mm. you know, and now they have something a little less uh, taxing on their body to help them deal with stress. While you're talking, I'm trying to find this amazing quote about meditation. Then, <laughs> but um, some of you might be rolling your eyes about, oh, meditation. Okay, whatever. Like, what is this? Just sit in like cross-legged pose my eyes closed and my hands on my knees <laughs> they, they imagine some <laughs> floating indian guy yeah <laughs> like home oh, yeah. no like it does it, it can be that like that's wonderful if you have the i don't even know if this is the the right the patience or... i was gonna say self-control like yeah, the... to do that then go for it you are on your way to enlightenment baby like <laughs> go for it but like Thomas was saying, if you, and I'm going to find this quote because it's <laughs> going to make you laugh, but until then, um, I mean, you can meditate anywhere. Like, yeah, you can meditate in the shower when you just, you can have your eyes open or closed, but that feeling of just the water, the pressure on your head is so soothing and so relaxing to so many people that you can just, and it's nothing crazy, just just don't think for a minute or, or think, but just like let the, the thoughts float in and out and don't judge them and don't judge yourself. Um, something that really helped me uh, meditate, a few things actually, is um, burning, a, not burning, but uh, diffusing essential oils because when you smell something good, like, you know, you automatically you kind of relax or you get hungry, but, <laughs> but like a, a peppermint or sweet orange or something, cause you're activating the senses. And then another thing that, which really helped me is burning a candle and then just staring at the flame. So yes, I was sitting cross-legged and I may or may not have, have had my hands, you know, <laughs> on my knees, but whatever. I was staring at this flame just for, I don't know, 10, 10, 15 minutes. And I was so focused on that that it allowed me to just let my mind be free and it allowed me to just let go of anything that was bothering me or or just let it float in and out but not to judge it and that is a great way to start meditating if you you know haven't yet and you're you're looking to do that 
Yeah, and uh, a lot of people will think of meditation as a, a super long, arduous process where you're doing nothing for two hours, but you can start, you can meditate for 10 minutes, you can meditate for 20 minutes, and you can meditate if for you're, two minutes. Yeah, and if you're afraid to do it by yourself, uh, something I find a lot of help in is uh, there's apps yeah, I was just that will that give up. you guided meditation. There's a lot of YouTube videos that will guide you through a meditation, so you're not you're not at the uh, the whim of your own direction, but someone is helping guide you through uh, a very peaceful, which stress reducing which experience. People yeah. think it's cheating, but it counts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I I find it a lot more. Uh, uh, easy to get into a meditative state if if you have a guide and that i mean and then eventually you may be able to wean off the guide and if not then who who cares i mean you're doing something and you're you're reaping the benefits so it doesn't matter how you do it there's um well first of all i found the quote so it says you should sit in meditation for 20 minutes a day unless you're too busy then you should sit for an hour <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a really good uh really good quote but then also i have this app called Budify, and it's been really great for me since i'm my nickname and my family is the energizer bunny like i'm constantly on the go doing things whatever so this one allows me to do things like go on a walk or do a short meditation while i'm eating um it has all these different prompts like one says um, difficult emotions, and then it has like five different options with uh, one being eight minutes, one being six minutes, one being 11 minutes. So you can really choose, you know, how much time you have. Also being online. So you can be browsing the computer. Like we all do that kind of as a relaxing thing, um, even though it's can be kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, social media brings more stress to anyone than Except, except our Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, you will find us on Instagram at... Uh, Body Rocks by Sarah Knox. Yeah, the podcast is with, but the Instagram is by. Don't let that confuse you. Yes, and I swear it won't stress you out. Maybe we'll post a meditation. I'll do like a live live meditation video. Yeah, just to help you with all the other... Uh, <laughs> garbage you may be sifting through in your social media <laughs> exactly but yeah so there's meditations for being online or waiting waiting around we spend so much time waiting don't you think like just waiting for an appointment or wait well at least we do because we get there early yeah i mean <laughs> there's there's a lot of passive activities that you'll be doing to to wait for something so just like do a little meditation you can have your eyes open no one yeah. will know you don't need to be scrolling <laughs> through something like you could just relax and just not be stimulated all the time. Imagine I think. that. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have a we have an Instagram page now. Oh, we do. Yes. Uh, we have an email. It is Body Rocks by Sarah Knox. Oh my gosh! Or is wait, it with? wait. This is awkward. Hold on. We better figure this out for you guys. <laughs> it's Body Rocks with Sarah Knox. Body Rocks <laughs> with Sarah Knox. So just like the podcast. And if you have any questions, any thoughts, you can uh, send us an email. You can comment on the video if you want this podcast uh, provided in another format um, that would be more suitable for you and your device. For then sure. 
go right ahead. Let us know. Oh, what and you, think. you should totally check out. Well, you probably see it already while you're listening to this podcast. Our amazing new logo. We do have a logo now. <laughs> created by Thomas himself. Um, you know, we might change it up a little bit now and then, but yeah, well, not really now and then, but we, like make a few alter alterations. Yeah, we have a little little identification now for we ourselves, do. <laughs> and it's super cute. So you should check that out. Um, but yeah, so kind of regarding or going back to what we talked about last week about eating disorders. There is, um, they have discovered uh, the role of yoga in eating disorder treatment. Can I go into that a little bit? Yeah. It's kind of my obsession. <laughs> um, so let's, let's go into these facts over here. Um, okay, so it's really good for people de- dealing with eating disorders because they often suffer with... Um, Things like anxiety or trauma or depression or things like that. So it creates um, a use of positive coping skills to calm down during high anxiety events, uh, which could be for someone with an eating disorder, grocery shopping, you know, meals. So like eating breakfast um, or symptom succession. So it decreases manifestation of anxiety at mealtimes increased awareness of internal hunger and fullness cues, um, facing fears and challenging old beliefs or self, uh, decreased isolation. You know, you're getting out there, you're, you're going into a class. And so they've really been incorporating this into a lot of treatment centers, specifically the one I'm familiar with, the EMILY program, um, and Thomas is also familiar with. So I find that really awesome, and it's it shows how... They're using yoga to help um, people with eating disorders. They're using yoga to help prisoners. And then I remember, I think, did you send me that article? They were putting kids in timeout? Uh, yeah, a Baltimore school, I believe, was using, uh, I think it was a guided meditation for their after-school detention, rather than just sitting kids with their own. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, so... Uh, that's it for today, I yeah. think. Yoga benefits origin. If you have any thoughts, any questions, any suggestions, send us an email, comment sure. on the video. And I should say, I do have a YouTube yoga video. Yeah, um, Sarah's I, got her own YouTube channel, I believe. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're too scared, if, you want, if you're interested in yoga, but you're too afraid to go to a class, yeah. maybe look for a YouTube channel with some... I think mine's called Holiday Flow or something because I did it around the holidays. Yeah, Holiday Flow by <laughs> Sarah Knox. So you should check that out. Check it out. Or if you live in Ohio, just email us and I can like send you my teaching schedule. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in, in Northeast Ohio, if you're lucky enough to live right. here. Yeah. That's all though. Thank awesome. you. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Uh, before we go, we just wanted to add a short little note. We're going to be doing a podcast every Thursday, so be on the lookout for that. Hoping to release uh, probably every Thursday night. If not, it'll be up the next day. Thank you.